1: It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of Blue Raspberry Lemonade. This special limited edition canned cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Brew Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan?
1: What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a Honolulu Blue Friday. What's up, NFL playoffs? Well, actually they don't start this weekend, that would be next week. But I was just kind of getting excited. Now the Minnesota game, I I guess you go win it. I'm predicting the lines in like 31-14, something like that, and then you hope you get some crazy stuff happening with the Cowboys. Never know. I just think they need the full game, not thinking about Dallas, get it past them, and get ready for the first-ever playoff game in Ford Field a week from tomorrow, Sunday, or Monday. I think they're going to be a primetime game. They've been drawing well and great for TV. I think they'll be Saturday night, and there is a Monday night. What is that, January 15th wildcard game in primetime, primetime. We'll talk Lions later in this broadcast. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. Mike Kimber from Lions Nation. Unite with Herman Moore and also Micro Mike on YouTube. My name is Micro Mike. Y'all gonna like when I ride my bike. Man, I'm good. Ryman Simon back in the day with the Bimini brothers and Danny Middleton. That was only Vanilla Ice was the only white rapper out there. I had a career stolen by... Eminem, he did 13, well, he did 8-mile, but I grew up on 13-mile, and I had the old movie script written, and he stole it. We do have our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day. Who do you think will be the Lions' first playoff opponent in Ford Field history? Rams or the Packers? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan-based bank, which means they have locations in Michigan, and your money stays in Michigan. I love that. 1-866-838-4843. at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com will join us. Away from all the excitement over Michigan football and the National Championship game on Monday against Washington, which, by the way, I'll be joining Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard Superfly. I need you to stop down. You got to represent. Wear some Michigan gear. Now, I'll buy you dinner. And he's going to have $2.50 paps, like 20-ounce drafts. 3 p.m. until the end of the game. Game kicks off, I think, around 7.38-ish, right? The usual. They're going to have a nine-hour pregame show. Also remember, all Brands locations have two happy hours every day, so three until the end of the game. The 250 tall Paps drafts at the Brand Steakhouse and Grill. Johnny Brands location on Leonard, west side of GR, Monday night. Wolverines! Wolverines! Hey, Brett, can you give me the pop evil... All rise for Michigan. Can you get that song up on the hot pad for me? Can you do it? Okay. Michigan-Washington. Can't wait for that game. I did see on the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. It's up to five and a half, I think, was the last I saw Michigan favored over the Huskies. One note on Michigan basketball. Ever since Juwan Howard's been back, I'm not saying. I know he's not shooting the ball. They're a different basketball team. They lost. They lost. To Minnesota. Couldn't hit the broadside of a barn at the end. I'm not, I'm not putting it all on Howard. I'm not. I'm not going there. No, I'm not. And like I said before I got off on nine different things, which is a huge show ritual. The improvement of Michigan State basketball, they are playing like a top five team lately. They are. And they've had, like, Malik Hall stepping up. Again, you don't know if guys are going through an injury, if they're sick, if they broke up with a girlfriend. But, man, they what they did to Penn State, winning by 31, they are balling right now. And I think Jim Camperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU insider, he is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man?
2: Hey, Bill, great to be on your show. How you doing?
1: Doing good. Hey, you know, like I said, there's been a lot with the Lions and – you know Michigan in the national championship game in football, but quietly, Izzo has his team. I think where he wants them to be right now,
2: doing pretty well. They're up to nine and five now. They've lost. They've won five straight games, beginning with that game against Baylor in Detroit. And uh, they got a lot done during Christmas break. That's when Izzo really likes to have two a day practices and work on themselves. And they had something that they really needed to gear get geared up for, and that was that. December 30th game against Indiana State. Indiana State is superb. That's a team to keep an eye on for your brackets in March. The way they can shoot at all five positions, they run real quick actions to get those guys covered. Michigan State put a lot into that game against Indiana State, and they won 87-75, to 75, and they needed every ounce of that preparation, which carried over to good three-point shooting, free-throw shooting, and all that. And then last night you saw the residuals just blowing Penn State out 92-61. to Indiana State, much better than Penn State, by the way. Now can Michigan State get it to carry over Sunday at Northwestern, a good Northwestern team that holds a big victory over Purdue, but struggled with Illinois earlier this week. So the Big Ten season, the Big Ten race, uh, really getting going in earnest here the first week of January, and Michigan State's got their legs under them.
1: Yeah, they really do, and he has the right rotation now, and it goes back to that Baylor game, and even when you look at putting up 92 last night against Penn State, Spartans are playing some defense since that Baylor game. I really think defense creates offense, and they are looking really good on both ends of the floor.
2: You're exactly right. The defense changed against Baylor, and you can see it. It gets back to Michigan State in their classic, what Izzo calls elbow block coverage Some people might call it pack line defense. Michigan State got away from that a little bit earlier in the year with some full-court pressure because they thought they would have a deeper playing group and they wanted to tire themselves out, tire out the opponent. But with some injuries to Kohler, and then um, I talked to Izzo about it after practice two weeks ago, and he said the full-court pressure caused Michigan State to maybe get away from some of their principles in terms of half-court defense they stopped with the full court pressure and it was the Baylor game. Like you said, where they really started to shrink the court and cut down on gaps. And it was a little bit dangerous against them because Baylor has excellent shooters. But Michigan State went back to their staples and uh, Baylor couldn't get enough going over the top. And Michigan State has carried that on with a good defensive play. Jaden Aikens has become a different defensive player. He had a shooting slump earlier in the year. And Izzo thought that that had a negative impact on Jaden Aikens defense Lately, Akins has been shooting well, but Akins has really picked up his tenacity on defense, which helps everything. Maddie Sissoko, you might—he's he, not exactly Patrick Ewing as an offensive player, but what he gives you in terms of ball screen defense is valuable. And now he's starting to rebound it better. Also, two straight games, twelve rebounds. So the defensive rebounding, Sissoko, Akins, role players in some regards defensively has helped uh, has helped the whole. And Michigan State, I agree with you, is looking like a top fifteen team right now. Now that's college basketball. Things can get a little random, and trends can turn around quickly. So now we'll see whether they can sustain that or not.
1: And yeah, it's interesting with the Big Ten. Nebraska has been a pleasant surprise at twelve and two, two and one in the conference. Yeah. Minnesota bumped to two and one when Michigan couldn't hit uh, anything uh, at the end, and they lost. And Indiana's up and down offensively. Northwestern is ten and three, but I don't know if they're as good as their record and. Mm-hmm. Uh man, you you scroll down, you don't get a losing record in the Big 10. Nobody has a losing record until you get to Michigan. And I'm talking yeah. away from conference.
2: Yeah, and the, the losses will accumulate. I I'm, I'm thinking Penn State that'll happen with them. They will accumulate losses. Minnesota's a little bit improved. But you know, you you're right. Nebraska, you know, they beat Michigan State in Lincoln um in December and Nebraska was good that day. Now, they made a few circus shots, but they run some split action where they feed the high post about 16 feet from the rim. And, they're, and their center's a really good passer. And, Penn, and and Nebraska, I'm not surprised that they've continued to win some of these games. They're, they're one of the more improved teams in the Big Ten, and I'm not sure. I, I think that has snuck up on some people. And you're right about Malik Hall. He's been different the last two games. 24 points last night against Penn State. I think he had an 18 against Indiana State. He's hitting the three-pointer which they need occasionally from him, but also he's scoring in the low post, facing up, hitting little 15-footers, It's got a little drop step. Um, Not selfish, you know, efficient last night, nine out of 12 from the field. Not a guy that's your go-to superstar, but someone that could give you some offensive um, compliments to, to their backcourt. And Tyson Walker, you know, he's been banged around a little bit. Tyson Walker hurt his rib cage, diving out of bounds against Indiana State. They were icing his rib cage on the sideline last night when he came out of the game, but he was efficient as well. Nine out of 14, three out of four from deep. You know, Michigan State is a team last night, 10 out of 21 from three-point range. You figured that was going to come around at some point. They were historically bad earlier in the season, and that's what led to the loss to James Madison, who is still undefeated, by the way. But you knew that the percentages would would turn around and help Michigan State at some point, and it certainly looked that way last night. And I think long-term, maybe they can get back to being a 40% three-point shooting team, which is what they were last year, which had them among the top ten of the country in that stat.
1: You can follow everything Michigan State basketball is and the crew at SpartanMag.com. Uh, before I let you go, uh, the offseason, uh, the first go-around for Jonathan Smith, uh, how would you judge, gauge what he's done since he took over for Tucker?
2: You know, every step it looks pretty good. Every, every step makes sense. They've done well in the transfer portal thus far with Aiden Childs coming in, the quarterback from Oregon State. And they've done a good job. Uh, You know, this weekend they're going to have seven or eight defensive players in for uh, official visits. I'm talking about transfer portal visits. And, I mean, the, the depth chart and the roster is not completely. Put together, but they they've made some good moves. There's a defensive end that was second team All Conference USA out of Middle Tennessee State. Quinn Dunnigan, he's a, a good addition as a defensive end. And you know um, the Jordan Turner linebacker from Minnesota. He helps. Meanwhile, they've retained some players out of the portal. They're still working on um, uh, on Zion Young, defensive end, who's going to be visiting Florida State this week, and they want to keep him from getting away on the portal. So there's still work to be done there. But so far salvage uh, a salvageable recruiting class and uh, they're taking steps in other areas as well it's not like they're going to make a complete roster flip and become a top 15 team overnight but the initial steps make a lot of sense to me and it's pragmatic and, and there's a lot of brain work going on and a lot of hustle too so those are good things to begin with 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 jonathan smith at michigan state
1: his name is jim camperoni spartmag.com Insider joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Follow everything of Michigan State at SpartanMag.com. That is SpartanMag.com. Comp, appreciate the updates on Izzo and also Coach Smith, and we'll talk soon.
2: Sounds great. Have a great day, great
1: weekend. Drive carefully, everybody. Thanks. All right. it, Bill. There he goes. What is he wrapping up a concert at Common Ground down in Lansing? What is he doing? He's, he's fired up. Well, Izzo and the team back, they were dead in the water. They were dead in the water without a Big Ten win, struggling in that Baylor game. I said it going in was their season. And they're playing defense, and Izzo has the right rotation, and guys like Malik Hall need to be there 15-plus a night. He has to for them to win games. And they looked awesome last night, drubbing Penn State. And I think when you look at the top with Illinois, Wisconsin, then Purdue, Ohio State, Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, Northwestern, and then the Spartans, the Big Ten is up for grabs. Purdue, if you take away their outside shooting, they struggle. They really do. If you want to join in our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Final score on the Lions and the Vikings. What I post at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, I think. I say 3114. Was that the number that I posted? 3114? Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, will join us later. We'll talk Lions. Also, my conversation with Lomas Brown and Josh Garvey, courtesy of Dorn Mayhew, one of America's top CPA accounting and business firms. We'll hear that in our next segment. Doug Karsh, voice of Michigan football, in less than an hour on the championship game on Monday night. And don't forget, you can join me. With Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard NGR. They're going to have 250 Paps tall drafts, 3 p.m. until the end of the game. And remember, two happy hours every day, all day, at all brands, Steakhouse and Grills. But join the huge show Monday at the Brands on Leonard. Call, reserve a table. We're going to have a party. 250 Paps. That's going old school. With Johnny Brand Sr. You want to join us and answer that Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day? one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Kick off the new year with great deals at Meijer like buy one get one free select vitamins and hand weights are buy one get one 50 percent off plus active fitness recovery products are 20 percent off start the year off right and get everything you need for a healthier you in one stop at meyer and pay the same low meyer prices no matter how you shop in store or online exclusions apply see all the deals in the meyer app
1: Distillery.
3: Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill show, the soul. bad boy, R&B, Genuine, ride the pony for a two-step and good time. Tickets started at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine, drew him, Friday, January 26th at Sorry Evil Casino.
1: Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have Locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA accounting and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA, accounting, and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our producer extraordinaire. Man, this dude is quick, fast, and the best in the business. Huge weekend with the Lions wrapping up the regular season. Arguably the best regular season they've ever had. In my mind, all the storylines, the splash of rookies like Laporta and Gibbs and J-Mo back and Just an unbelievable run. It's going to suck to see the season end. Hopefully it ends in Vegas with a Super Bowl victory. Man, just I we are blessed as we start this new year where Michigan football is at in the championship game Monday night. And remember to join me with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard in downtown GR right off of 131. They'll have 250 tall. Paps drafts at the Brands on Leonard, 3 p.m. until the end of the game. So get there after work for a happy hour. Grab a sizzler, baked potato, couple sides, 250 tall Paps. Have your own tailgate during happy hour with Johnny Brands Sr. at the Brands on Leonard in downtown GR. I'll be watching the game there, grabbing dinner after the show. That will be awesome. Really will. Call and reserve a table, too going to be a big bash spread the word all right let's do it Michigan Washington national championship game college football playoff with the huge show in the Michigan Sports Network with Johnny Brand Sr. at the Brands on Leonard in GR let's welcome in Josh Garvey managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew and their GR office and so Josh where were you last Saturday night when the Lions lined up first time and decided to go for two to try and ice
4: the game at home with my kids watching the game. Um,
1: your enthusiasm is dripping through the microphone. <laughs> it is.
4: It sure is. Um, if you you, sense you're my, almost speechless on what to say, right? Uh, yeah. If you can't sense, if you can't sense the anger and disappointment, uh, in our league right now, uh, I don't know how else to say it, but yeah, I was at home watching the game with the kids and, um, Needless to say, very, very frustrating end to that football game.
1: Lomas, you're in the booth there in Dallas uh, with Dan Miller and the crew, T.J. Dunn on the sidelines. Your first thought when they decided the lineup to go for two and then when you saw the laundry, the yellow flag on the field and the call.
3: So so I have to be honest with you, I missed all that. I I missed it all coming down because I have post-game commitment Uh, I leave two minutes left in the box, and I'm trying to get down in uh, Irving Stadium, AT&T Stadium, and there's people everywhere. I did see something on the monitor where I seen Taylor Decker catch the ball, but I couldn't hear anything, and I thought the game was over with. People were cheering, but then the next thing I know, it wasn't over with. So by the time I got down to the field, everything was over with, but I was filled in on the controversy. And, of course, since then, I've seen it and had my comments about it. And my biggest takeaway, Bill, is even if you put the Lions aside, it's just what they've taken from this community and taken from the state of Michigan, meaning the revenue that they've taken out of our pocket. Because, I mean, the ability to host the playoff game home and that pretty much was taken away from you from being able to host possibly two of them here. And, you know, even the possibility of even getting the number one seed was up until all that debacle happened. So I felt like we were robbed here, you know, and what that could have brought to our economy and what that could have brought to the city of Detroit, you know, if we'd have had that playoff game.
1: So you've been an NFL offensive lineman in college. Uh, when you report, what what was the process for you? Not at, at the high school, or college level. I'm talking NFL now. When you were playing, what were you told by coaches and officials on how to report uh, to be an eligible receiver?
3: Basically, you run up to the, you go up to the official, which uh, that's what Taylor Decker did, and you basically you pretty much just swipe down on your uniform, or you'll just tell them eligible. And they will just see the number, and normally back then they see the number, they call the number. They say that number 70, number 68, whoever is eligible. And it's a simple process, and that's what Taylor did. He went right over to the officials every month on scene and he declared himself as an eligible receiver. And I looked it up, and I have the rules, number section, and everything. I got it in my notes. I just can't recall it right now. But they say in the rules, it's not a limit to how many players can can declare eligible. It's nothing in the rule book saying that it's only one person that has to come up and declare eligible. It's nothing that says that. So... Again, something that the officials dropped, something that
1: the NFL dropped, that cost us a lot. Lomas, well, uh, and you mentioned announce it. And, again, I was at uh, Preston's Bar in Grand Ledge in the Lansing area with a huge show watch party, so I couldn't hear everything. But I've, I've, in all the replays right immediately after that game, I've never heard the official turn on his mic and say what they do all the time uh, number, you know, any number. Number 55 is eligible. That's what they normally do, right?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and again, he did what, the, what normally the officials do is they walk towards the defense and let them know. That's what they do. That's what the official did. Teller walked up. Once he walked up and declared, the official you see started heading towards the line of scrimmage because there they go and they basically you know, tell the defense too that number seventy, number sixty eight, whatever number, number seventy five, is eligible. And that's what should've happened. It's a simple process. Just like the coin toss. Remember that? That went against the Lions. Remember that year? Uh the drone is calling the coin toss. Just this all kinda of things that you think is a process and should be simple. A lot of times they get messed up.
1: Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, Dorn Mayhew, their GR office. So you're watching it with your kids. Uh, they're explaining it. You're hearing uh, their on site official. And uh, I love Troy Aikman trying to be neutral when he's a former Dallas <laughs> Cowboy. That was, I watched it on that on my DVR, and it was like somebody testifying against their brother in court. Well, you know, he's uh, yeah, yeah. you know, drinking water, going, hey, uh, your, your thought uh, on being a uh, huge fan of the Lions, the NFL, the process that they showed.
4: It looked like he checked all the boxes, he being Decker. I think so, too. And I, looking at the rules and, 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 and reading up on it afterwards, too, certainly not on the field like Lomas uh, was all those years, but from a fan's perspective and somebody that understands the game of football very well, it sure seemed like Decker – Went to the official, brushed the jersey, made eye contact with the official. It sure seemed like the official was looking in somewhat of his direction to recognize the fact that he was an eligible player downfield. So very, very. And
1: then, and then, Allen, the official, ran towards the defensive line, the defensive captain, whoever he he talks to, and he he said, "But I think what he did is Allen got confused." This is how I break it down, and nobody will just admit a mistake. He saw a Skipper coming on saw Decker brush it, got confused on the numbers. And and this goes back, Lomas, to what I said should have happened. Why the officials never huddled and said, okay, what was said? What was said? Who reported? Uh, He wasn't covered because the receiver has stepped back. That was one of the immediate conspiracy theories uh, right there. Uh, So, Huddle and talk about it. And the way Allen just waved off the players, waved off Campbell. You know, when you watch the replay, there's another official standing next to Allen, and he has that look of like, uh, uh, this, isn't, this isn't the way it should have gone. It's the end of the game. They could have huddled. They, You know, what about review? What, what about going back to the video and having somebody, the same way they review a, a juggle ball for 40 minutes, Lomas? Just to review it. it.
3: You're right. I mean, everything you said is right. I mean, you you were – and they had conferred about other things throughout that game. It was other calls that they got together on and stuff, and they got together as a group, and they either picked it up or waved it off or whatever. So that would have been a simple process that they should have at least done. So, yeah, absolutely. They dropped the ball. The NFL's dropped the ball. Now they have another problem. Just, again, use just like they Created the process. You see how fast they came out with this, uh, talking about you know what you can't do. You know the Calvin Johnson catch. This is. Just- you know, it's just a lot of things that go against the Lions, and it's just not fair. And then the only thing the NFL continues that we're sorry we made a mistake, but again, like I told you earlier, look at the millions of dollars of impact that mm. can have in our economy. Think about that—that that we've lost, but the NFL doesn't think about that, you know. And then the slap us in the face, right, Put out a video then to let this guy do this. Um, let him do the next national game. Jeez. I mean, that's that 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 that's
1: just crazy to me. I, I said it yesterday in my opening huge opinion, and Josh, I don't know if you agree or disagree with me that I think the NFL in a WWE way loves the drama all week and that's why they threw that same crew back on national TV. They love this drama all over the social networks, all over sports TV. They want it. And that's the balance between credibility and being a joke. Would you agree, Josh, that the NFL lets this stuff go? Just like the Brady Gate, where it went almost to the Supreme Court. The Flake Gate it was, not Brady Gate. Brady Gates about his, you know, nineteen women in his life, but we can't go into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, but do you agree that Goodell, in a sinister type way, likes
4: this drama? It sure seems that way. Uh, it, it sure does. It's 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 free marketing, free publicity. Um, whether there's whether there's a scandal or not on the field that occurred, um, but at the end of the day, yeah, he probably does. But that that to me is just. Overall, very weak leadership of a large organization. Uh, Sorry, but very, very weak leadership from uh, the commissioner of the NFL, in my opinion, to not step up and make a decision to do the right thing for the sake of the game, for the sake of the Detroit Lions, the fans, the city, uh, and the impact that that game now has. And sad. It's overall just very, very sad and very poor leadership, in my opinion.
1: And then Philly turns around and loses the next day to Arizona at home. Uh, you're looking at the Cowboys. They haven't played well their last three weeks. They should have lost to the Lions, and that would have been three in a row. San Francisco wasn't spectacular against Washington. I don't know if they're healthy. It it was really setting up that if they get that W, Lomas, as you said, they could have been in a position beating Minnesota this weekend to wait and see if San Francisco loses. And the road to Vegas would have been – through Detroit. Oh, my God.
3: Absolutely. Think about that. I know. I am thinking about that. I'm ready to throw up. That's what I'm saying. And and think, we're hosting the draft here. See, I can't get – I'm thinking all outside the game. I'm sorry. My mind is just a little outside the game. uh, How this is just affecting us. We're hosting the draft this year. I mean, it's just so many things that this was lined up for Detroit – to just reap the benefits of, and they went out and they earned it. And that's the thing as an ex-player, that's the thing that really irks you and stuff is that you went out there for 60 minutes, 60 minutes, and you earned that victory and it was taken away from you. That's what stings, that's what kind of calls at you the most. That's the kind of the part that is really hard to let go As an ex-player, because you went out there, you sweated, you laid blood out, you probably got hurt out there, you know, for that game and for that to get taken away from you, the way it got taken away from you, it's just hard to swallow. You got to swallow it, but it's hard to swallow it.
1: All right, guys, final thoughts on the weekend. Uh, It was surprising to watch him go for two, three times, which – I was reading into it that he was going to arrest a lot of his guys this week, and he really didn't. He, he wanted that more than he wanted home-field advantage. And guys like CJ and Houston coming back and give them another week of practice. But now he's going to play a starter, so I, I really don't understand the going for two at the end of it three times in a row. But let's focus yeah. on Minnesota this week and Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, Doran Mayhew's GR office. Uh, what do you expect to see against the
4: Vikings? I think they're going to beat the Vikings at home to close out the year. I think he'll give the starters some reps just to get get some work in, uh, not take too much time off. I do think they're going to beat Minnesota at home. And, and last comment I have, Huge, and, and Lomas is, this team has won some big games on the road this year. We'll do it again. We'll do it again.
1: Okay, so, uh, that's General uh, Josh Garvey. It is. Uh, <laughs> addressing <laughs> the troops with his... Uh, uh, with his motivational speech of the day that happens every Thursday, presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms, take notes. Yeah, thank you. Wow, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start every Thursday with that speech.
3: you messing with Josh, but I'm kind of with Josh. I, I want them to beat them down. I want them to. I want them to hang forty on Minnesota. I'm serious. I want them to go in there with the mindset of just hanging 40 on them, just taking their frustrations out on them. I I do. I want them to beat them down. I don't want it to be a question. I don't care who's playing. It don't matter how much the starters play. I just, even the coaching mindset, I want that – to, to go for the throat, man. I want that because I'm, I'm mad, man. Because of what they did to us. So I'm still, mad. I'm have to calm down before I get on the mic next week and start announcing. <laughs> so they're gonna hit the angry side of Lomas Prime. Angry. They're
1: gonna have the dump button with, like, you know, looking like they're on Jeopardy with Lomas. Here, here's one thing about in the thinking process that when hey, you you had the gusto, you're going for the win, but then when it settled down. You want to go get a quality game in so that Dallas game isn't lingering when you start the playoffs. Right, Lomas?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You want to go in there. That's why I say if you can hang 40 – up on them, you want to do it, you know, because that means you're executing at a high level. That means your defense has gotten multiple turnovers. That means something that's going great in the area, you so know, that you needed to go great in so you can establish this big lead. And i also like to say congratulations to our pro bowlers. Well deserved. I thank the guys that got there, some of the alternates. Hopefully, those guys that get there. And well deserved to Aaron Glenn getting Defensive Coach of the Year. You know, so that was just a great accomplishment, man. And we got more things to go, more things to get.
1: All right, quickly, I got about 30 seconds. Josh Garvey, Managing Shareholder, Dorn Mayhew's GR office. Final score, Lions Vikings. Final score, 31 13. Lions, right? Lions. Okay, I was going to say after that speech, it had to be the Lions. That's my general speech. <laughs> yeah, thank 31, you. 31 uh, general, general Garvey, he'll be addressing the troops momentarily on uh, the news network. Um, uh, your prediction, I got about 15 seconds, Lomas. Who wins? Yeah, yeah, we going to
3: put 30 up on them. We'll put 30 up on them. I don't think they're going to get much, so I'm with General Garvey over there. <laughs> general
1: Garvey, all right. I, I'd say like 31 14, something like that. All right, my man, next week we're talking playoff football on a Thursday presented by Dorn Mayhew. Enjoy the game this weekend, my man. Take care, guys. All right, that's Lomas Round, former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network, presented each Thursday by Dorn Mayhew. Their world headquarters are in Troy, one of the countries and one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. And Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder and joins us on Thursdays for the Dorn Mayhew chair office. Josh? Uh, Enjoy the weekend, the game, and we are talking playoffs next week.
3: Thank you.
0: Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
3: They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong.
1: Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Imagine this,
4: a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and
2: packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. The day that is unmistakably yours, but the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined
1: at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my friends from Urban U. They are one of Michigan's top med spas. So if you're looking for top-shelf skin treatments, anti-aging body sculpting, and just overall skin wellness, Urban U can help you at one of their three West Michigan locations and also in downtown Northville on the east side of the state. Find out more at theurbanu.com. When was the last time you thought about your skin health and wellness? Like I said, skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, wellness, Botox, and more. But the professionals help you at Urban U, four locations in West Michigan. Downtown Grand Rapids, Naps Corner, also in Rockford, their Waxology, just north of GR. And you'll find an Urban U in Northville. If you want to discover everything they can do to help your skin wellness, go to theurbanu.com. The HUGE Show is back live across Michigan on a Honolulu boo. Honolulu boo? Hey, are you the Honolulu boo? Hey, are you moch? It's Honolulu boo. Honolulu blue. Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu blue. Blue raspberry lemonade vodka. The ultimate game day and celebration beverage for adults. Blue raspberry Lemonade and vodka in the Honolulu Blue and Silver Can, get it at locations across Michigan. I know I've seen it in some center aisles at local Myers, Crush Grape, Naps Corner in Grand Rapids, has it, other spirit stores. Ask for it at your local bar, pub, or restaurant, Honolulu Blue and Coppercraft Distillery. And look for it inside Ford Field on Sunday. They got the Coppercraft Distillery Bar. And they got the kiosk mobile bar set up with Honolulu Blue inside Ford Field as they battle the Vikings. We'll talk to Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit, later in this broadcast. Mike Kimber, micro Mike. He said that Neil Rule from Detroit was talking some smack about me, said I'm a nobody on the west side of the state. Yeah. Really? I'm a nobody? Why are you talking about me? Huh? Huh? Oh, wait a minute. You're on a web-only feed. I'm on 19 radio stations. Oh, I only had a million people interact with me on the social networks last weekend. I'm a nobody. Like I told Superfly, I'm not even going to bring it up on air. I'm not. Can't let that stuff get to you. Neil Rule is a vagabond part-time. hack. who will take jobs like he's working on a Montana ranch for one week and another ranch the next week. Because he can't grab the bull by the horns and get a full-time gig that actually is on a radio station, but I'm on 19 statewide. And for the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Oh, excuse me, my podcast hits. Hundreds of thousands millions every year. Just search The Huge Show for the free podcast. But Neil Rule, is he still a voice of Oakland basketball? Oh, that's his claim to fame. Yeah, I got you, basketballs. I told Brett, I just let that stuff roll right in one ear and out the other. I'm not going to give Neil Rule the time of day. He's a West side, because they're saying Super Racide has chosen my show as his go to show, who's a well known sports radio caller. You know what? It's like picking Honolulu Blue on game days. It's better than trying to get the cheap ass vodka into some little Kool Aid packet. Super Racide knows excellence when he hears it. And Neil Rule, the voice of Oakland University basketball, on his online show. Online. You know what online means? You can't get on a radio station because nobody wants you. Like I said, Superfly, lesson learned. We let it go in one ear and right out the other. Speaking of my podcast, they are free, and we are everywhere—Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. All you have to do is search the Huge Show where you download podcast, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule when you want to. They're free. It's simple and easy. Just search the Huge Show where you download podcast. Big, bad, huge.